Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello everybody, it is another episode of Glamour Hates OK. Thanks for joining us. We are not in the cupboard today. You can probably hear that already. We're in a vast room to talk to a vast legend, a British legend today. We're going to be talking about... Getting scared of getting older, is that all right? Is it okay to do something just to get the praise and to dislike somebody but not really know why? Stick around. I'm Jo Elvin, I'm the editor-in-chief of Glamour Magazine. I am joined, not in the pod cover today, in the weird pod room in a hotel in Trendy, West End of London, with pod covered stud, which he loves me calling that, James Williams. Hello, hello. hello. I know, it's exciting. Pod, podcast on tour. Yeah. Also Glamour's deputy editor, I should yeah. say, before he alerts HR. Oh yeah, that's true. And living legend, icon, extraordinaire, Jerry Horner. Woo-hoo! How are you, my darling? It's so nice to see you here. Hi, you call me just Jerry. <laughs> Not living legend, Jerry. Don't you insist on that? Just Jerry. Just Jerry. Jerry. That sounds wrong. like your Vegas show. Right. Just I think Jerry. Yeah, I think we're on first name terms now. It's been long enough. Mrs. Horner. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was thinking going from Halliwell to Horner has yeah. been a bit of a jump. And I thought, actually, you can just call me Jerry. Do you know what? And I, I must admit, I just leapt in. I thought, I know you're Jerry Horner. And I thought, maybe professionally I'm not supposed to say that. But I just, I took a gamble. I just I don't, gambled. I don't really mind. Was it a big deal? Because I think a lot of girls yeah. we work with, obviously when they get married they do sort of really wrestle with the idea of changing I've wrestled, the name I've wrestled with it because I want to embrace being you know being married and it's about coming together in the same you know, sort of same team totally so, and so, I do I do I, have those awkward moments at passport control <laughs> where my name is not the same as my family's yeah okay. but I just don't like the sound of Joe Jones <laughs> I just don't like it I don't want to be Joe Jones Each where did Joe Elvin go Okay, so but is he Horner Halliwell? It's not too much of a leap, is it? Yeah, it's just it's H, and I thought actually some people know me as still as Halliwell, some people know me as Horner. I thought you know either is okay, but just call me Jerry. Yeah, it's fine either way or silly cow. (laughs) We've run out of time now after that explanation. Yeah, sorry. How's it going? You've got exciting news. This is the first time. We've had a single for you from you in some time. Yeah, for 12 years. Wow. 12 years? Yeah. It's crazy. I can't believe yeah. it's 12 years. Did you yeah. remember how to do it? 
No, I hadn't stopped writing, but yeah. I was procrastinating. I don't know if you guys, you know, you get to a certain point in your life and you over, I was probably overthinking things, probably a bit nervous. And you had a baby. Yeah, yeah, having been a being mum. And so, and then I was in the middle of writing and then sadly George died, George mm-hmm. Michael died. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, and one thing that I've always done is write to, is to express your feelings, you put it into a song. So I was in the middle of writing and I just started writing about him. And, and I presented about five songs to the record company and they said, oh, you should rele- we'd like to release that song. And I was like, okay. And so because it was his birthday, I just thought, actually, I, I'm a fan first and foremost, yeah. but then became a friend. Yeah. I thought, as a fan, I want to come together with other fans and celebrate with him yeah. because on his birthday... On, and so it sort of pushed me out the door. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's no time to overthink, just do it. Yeah. yeah. It's funny though, isn't it? Because I think you, you're right, procrastination and the longer you think things, you talk yourself out of it. Yeah, don't we you? can talk our way out of anything, yeah. really, and say totally. why it's not a good idea to do it. And I just thought, when it became not about me, it became about us coming together, then it felt better. Right. Because, you know, and then I said, okay, what good can come out of it? So, I think when what I'm learning in, in the trauma of this world that we're living in at the moment, what I've learned is that when we come together, it makes it better mm. because all of George's uh, musical family came together for this record and it was so amazing. They were hugging each other yeah. and I just thought I'd done something right. Yeah. I mean, that must have felt, without being mawkish, that must have felt like he was in the room. Yeah, the spirit of him, yeah. the love of him, the yeah. joy of him and the, you know, and when you hear the song, you're, there's bits on it that you get. It was just amazing because one of the, the, the musicians on it is a girl called Shirley Lewis. Yeah. And she sang I've on Father. Seen Shirley, right? no, that, that, no, that was from Wham. But the oh. Shirley Lewis, she sang on Father Figure oh, okay. all the way up. She's probably one right. of the best backing singers ever. She's married to Luke Goss. Oh, okay, right. she's phenomenal. If you want girl wow. crushing, she's just <laughs> yeah. gorgeous. And she flew over, she heard the demo, She and she was really connected and felt. And she said, and she flew over from America to sing on it. Well, there's a bit, there's a few bits on it that there's a, that you get. I was like, because I'm a fan. It was like, oh my god! But there's a bit that goes, judge your faith will never end. And they go, you gotta have faith. Oh. And then there's a bit on it, and I go, looking back, the fun we had, it's freedom that you gave. And then all his people go, freedom. <laughs> I'm like, it's so. It was such a privilege, proper tribute. Yeah, Yeah, to hear that these guys that singing, you know, that have sung with him for all those years, for twenty, thirty years, they're singing on the, you know, on this song. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And so if you're a, dual, a proper George fan, you'll, you'll go, oh But also God. on both sides, because obviously you're a genuine fan, but you're also a friend. Right. So it must be just so emotional, right? It was emotional in so many ways, um, because, you know, I he died on the 25th of December, and I didn't know what to do with the feelings. I don't mm. know if you've ever had someone close to you die, and you're sort of at a loss, because I wasn't his immediate family. I was a fan, a friend. I'd go to him... In times of, he was very poignant to me. When the when tough times, you find out who your friends are, mm. and what you're made of. Mm. And even if you haven't seen that person for a while, you know that you can call on that yeah. person. Yes, well, that's a true that, friend, isn't it? Yeah, person. he was that guy for me. Yeah. And I'd go to him with my music. And when I left the Spice Girls, he looked after me. When I had my first child, I had nowhere to live. He was always there for me. And yeah. so, and suddenly this had happened. I didn't know what to do with my feelings. I was like, oh God. But so when I got together with his musical family, 
there was sort of something healing in mm. that and I think music is really healing mm. and that's why I think actually it's quite a, a, a nice time for us you'll hear the song and hopefully you'll connect with that actually from pain we can go to the joy as well that we've got each other and um, very poignant at the moment. And then yeah. I went on this little pil- pilgrimage almost that I thought, well, what good can come from this pain? And I found out that um, what is his favourite charities one was Childline. Oh, yes, been named your ambassador, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so basically, I found out his one of his favourite charities was Childline. And um, so I met up with Esther Ranson. She is a legend. (laughs) She's amazing. If you want an older woman to look up to, she's full of heart and dry and funny and warm. Really passionate. Yeah. Yeah. And she told me, first thing she told me was that George gave all the royalties of Jesus to a child, a child line. And I was like, that just blew me away. Then she started telling me all the things that child line does and how relevant it is today. Now... You know, it deals with all different issues. It takes like a million phone calls a year. Like so three out of uh, uh, four phone calls it picks up. Mm-hmm. And it's dealing with a range of issues of bullying. I don't know if any of you mm-hmm. bullied. Or obviously, you know, hardcore issues of child abuse. Yeah. But also things like, um, you know, all the stuff that's going on at the moment, whether it was terrorism, you know, the horrible thing with the towers. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes... You know, parents don't know what to say. Yeah. And they're not qualified. And so parents encourage them to ring Childline. It's a safe space to go, oh, my God, this is happening. What yeah. should I do? And it's proven that by just talking it out, it can save a kid's life, mm. you know, from depression and things like that. So it's really, and, really... And George helped fund that. Yeah. George helped fund it. Yeah. So he was such an unsung hero. That's, I think, in, in the wake of his death, so many stories yeah, came out amazing. about his generosity, things amazing. he did. But also, in a very, like, under-the-radar, did not draw attention, yeah. did, did it genuinely, from yeah. the goodness of his heart, not as a, I'm a celebrity doing good yeah. things for charity. And I just think that was one of the really strong things I, yeah. I felt looking at that situation, was how many people He's came forward. such a good person. Incredible stories That's about That's why him. I thought, actually, what can... What can I? What can I give back in any shape or form? And I'm sure I'm going to fall short of anything that you know that of, of of what he would do. But I thought, well, okay, let's help Childline. And then they asked me today to be the ambassador, mm-hmm. and I was like, do you know what? That I would be my absolute honour yeah. if I can do anything and bring it into the now. You know, like bring it into the spotlight of relevancy because it's so. I don't know if you've ever had a problem by just sharing it. Sometimes with someone that doesn't know your life, and you know it's a safe place, it just helps you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am a massive advocate for getting it out, getting up and out. It, it, We're it, all about the talking, Jerry. Hence yeah, this yeah. podcast. The, the, the minute you talk about something, that you it, feel the, better. The, yeah. Turmoil dissipates by yeah. 50% at least. Correct. I think. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, yeah, so what we do, Jerry, this is like being in a Glamour Features meeting. This will okay. be a whole new experience for you. <laughs> you're, mem- you're a member of staff now, Jerry. Yeah. You're technically on We've the talked about day. you in a few features meetings. <laughs> we've never talked to you in a features meeting. And so what we do is we're going to have a few debates about whether or not they're okay. So is it okay, Jerry, to dislike somebody but not really know why? I think this is a really, really interesting topic. There's a chemical reaction mm. sometimes, I find. Mm. This is what I've learned that there's a few things. You know when someone's being sort of slightly, you've just got this aversion to what, how they make you feel yes. or something. But sometimes, there's a, few, a couple of things. When there's something in that person, sometimes it's point the finger, it's three back at yourself. It's like there's something in them that's in you. Oh, I know, and I hate that fact. Yeah. But it and is it's a, true. It is a true fact. You know. <laughs> and and yeah. so sometimes it's that. That's what I've learned. If someone is being mean to me, um, what I've, if they're slightly bullying, I think bullies can smell it. Mm. They can really smell it. They're almost like up for prey. Yeah. And when, and when I, sort of, I recognise it myself and go, actually, I'm not up for being bullied anymore, and, um, and realise that normally people that are mean are not happy yeah. themselves. And if, when I sort of send positive love to that person, even if I don't want to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Away from them, just say a little prayer for them. It some it takes the sting out of it because when I don't like someone and start nurturing my resentment, someone said to me, "It's like drinking poison and expecting them to die." Yeah. Yes, so I do true. like. I try to remember that. Story. Yeah, and yes. it's so true. So it's almost like seeing shrink them down to like their little <clears throat> child and feel sorry for them. I am with you. I, I do think you're right because I think there's there's a lot to be said. Because some people genuinely believe that you, in a weird unconscious level, you seek out people who you know are going to be mean to you because you're in a critic manifest. Yeah, you, totally, you think you attract it. Yeah, You've and you've almost actually, got a label. Yeah, okay. have, have either of you had the experience of you know? And it could be sometimes it, it could be a friend. You you just have somebody in your life who you can't work out why, but you have a spend time with them and you feel awful afterwards. And and you just can't even work out what, why, why am I feeling terrible? It's like a vampire. I think you, yes. Well, I, think you, I think yeah. you hit the nail on the head. For me, it is chemistry. Like some, I, I, I think you have to, becoming an adult is one of the things you have to accept in life. You have to send Christmas cards, you have to pay your bills, and you have to just acknowledge that we're not all going to get on. No. Some of us yeah. are just not compatible. Oil and water don't mix. Some, some of us are oil, some of us are water. And there's no shame in that. There's no, we, we, it's, it's all nice. I don't wish anyone ill. But at the end of the day, some people just aren't your bag. Some people are not going to make you laugh. And I think acknowledging that, there's no shame in it. There's no embarrassment to it. And I think in a way, there's no negativity in it. It's just, it's actually, I think it's actually quite That's honest. quite liberating, it's, actually. It's very it's grown a, up. It's, it's an honest way of living, I think. Because trying to pretend and being false, I think is more negative. Being honest enough to say, find... oh, we're just not each other's bag. 
I find I, I tend to get really down on myself if I can't work out what it is I don't like about somebody. Yeah. And I think, you must be a terrible person. What's this person done to you? They're just sitting there talking, but it might be some, one little thing they said that hurt my feelings that they didn't realise or whatever, and I will stew on it because yeah. I'm drinking the poison and hoping <laughs> yeah. the other person will but the worst thing get is, sick. You must have had that yeah. experience where you know you, you've got a really good friend and they say, oh my God, I've got this friend, you're going to love them. And they build them up in your head. They build you up to that person then and then you me, and it's a total damp squib and you don't get on. Okay. Have you ever had that experience? Well, I'm guilty of that because... I like matchmaking <laughs> and um, sometimes I put two people in a room and they look, both look at me going as if, what were you thinking? I'm like, really? And what you're saying is sometimes I like matchmaking like gay guys. I do that, you know, I just because they're gay yeah, and you're gay doesn't mean you're going to get gay. Can I say I'm going to yeah. vouch for this? Because the last time I saw Jerry was when you were, this is going to date us both, but when you were recording Michiko Latino at Top of the Pops when I was at Top of the Pops magazine and you tried to set me up at Top of the Pops. Oh See, I'm still doing it. Nothing has changed. Well, he's laughing. She was all talking and followed through. Where's my date, Jerry? All these years later, I'm still waiting for my date. You can come to GAY. I'm performing (laughs) at GAY next Saturday. You can come. I'm I'm too old for that, Jerry. And then Jerry could throw a rocket to the crowd (laughs) and go, look, there's a gay guy. James, you're gay. Whoever she hates, I'm going on the date with. But I think it's sometimes I almost got like uh, like a Scylla Black book in my head, and suddenly I go, "Oh my god!" We would so sometimes it works. My sister and her husband they got together, and I I helped it along. Oh, yeah, well, well, what's, what's your batting average, Sherry? Come on, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Do you know what I think? It's oh, because, well, no, it's nice, nice to be romantic. I think it's nice. But also, yeah. I think it's because I've been a single person for a, a long per, a long time, and I was lonely you know so I think sometimes it's nice to bring other people together and also can I just say in this dating age of tinder and it's all become very app driven I think it's really lovely don't stop meddling keep trying to put people together I think that's a more of an organic way to do it because the the tinder thing just feels so brutal Brutal. it's a jungle out there can I please come to GIY and watch you meddle in James's love life please I mean I'll just grab the popcorn and sit I'll be quiet I just want to watch what happens Hello listeners, podcast editor Kat here, and I'm thrilled to tell you that we're taking Hey It's Okay to the London Podcast Festival. That's right, join Joe, James and a special celebrity guest for a live edition of the podcast on Saturday, September the 16th. You can get tickets now at kingsplace.co.uk, just click on the event calendar. See you there. I'm just, I'm loving this idea, it's a date. What date are we all going to GAY? <laughs> I don't know, when, when are we off to GAY? Um, it's not this Saturday, next Saturday, 24th, it's the night before George's birthday. Oh. It's my daughter's birthday party, but this is taking all priority now. Wait, so, one, yeah. It's 1.30 in the morning, so you've got time. I actually said to them, do I have to go on that late? And they said, the club doesn't start Can I just say, this, this is playing in person to this topic. segues very well into, Jerry. is it okay to be a bit scared of getting older? Do you know what? And speaking of the nana hour. <laughs> speaking of the nana hour. Um, uh, okay, what is the average age of people that read Glamour magazine? 30? Yeah, 29, 30. Okay, yeah, so I yeah. want to say to any 29, 30-year-old that all I can share with you that, and I think it's quite a confusing time, it's like being 12, you know, when you're not in the, you're not the little girl anymore, but you're not quite the big person and it's sort of no man's land I think not that, yet a girl not yet a woman okay. as Britney Spears exactly once said. and all I can share with you I, I remember feeling really lost and not sure where I belong and 
Some, some people sort of say, oh, don't say your age. And like, I'm 44. Okay. Yes. <gasps> Woo! Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm older than you. Okay, so, yeah. What I'm going to say, my experience, and I don't have the answers, a few things, is that I think there's a lot of pressure on girls and boys and men and women to sort of tick boxes, to be the certain look, the certain Amen. thing yes. at a certain age. And I think, you know, everyone's different. And also, you know, there are, there are advantages becoming older so I can say you know there's a confidence and experience that you suddenly go okay I know this and I know I know what suits me and I have confidence in my my choices rather than youthful bravado see mm. when I had this year my 47th birthday yeah. and you know the, the annual thing where you feel like this is when we all feel like pop stars Jerry is on Facebook <laughs> on birthday day because then everybody you've ever met once in your life wishes you happy birthday because they get the reminder yeah. you feel special somebody said on my Facebook page Happy birthday and well done for being brave enough to, because my, my date of birth is on there, well done for being brave enough to show us your age. And I was, I was actually really annoyed about that comment because I just thought, well, you know, I think I'm pretty kind of relevant and with it and still look all right for my age. And I just think that... That's why I, I'm, yeah, yeah, I agree I, with you. I, 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 I want to stand up and say, the, you know, I want to be, be a visible yeah. woman in my 40s. There you, know? you go. Because yeah. yeah. otherwise yeah. it's another form of sexism and yes. prejudice. I actually said, do you know what? I feel like a, a moral duty to say my age. To say, That's to, how so I the, feel. For yeah. the younger, yeah. like my sisters that are reading or listening to your magazine yeah. and say, actually, you know, it's okay. Don't be frightened of it, of the peer pressure. Because I've always looked up to other women ahead of me going, how are you doing it? How are yeah. you doing? And I can only say, I think it's all right. Do you know what I mean? Of course, this is just a new set of issues. When you're 20, you're worried about the size of your thighs. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When you get a little bit older than you you're thinking, oh, am I good enough? Have I achieved enough? Have I met a man? The next thing is, oh, have I got a wrinkle in the wrong place? It's what we choose to beat ourselves up about and say, yes. you know, it's all okay. You're enough. Enough. It's okay. It's going to be. What I'd say to also to that, I was talking to a, a girl out there. She was a journalist. She's just thirty. Jerry is emphatically pointing at the dictaphone. She really <laughs> yes, 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 it's true. Yes. This thirty-two-year-old girl. She's a journalist. So she's your readership age and I could tell she was sweating about you know she hadn't got a boyfriend yet she hadn't got this or that and I said and I I can only share it's better to wait when you're in your 30s there's so much pressure and I'd say to all your 30 year olds do you know it's okay and this is Just where relax. social media again with it's all look relax. at me look at what I've got I mean got. I was going to say as well I think there, you're, you're so right I think there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of things you think you have to take off on your list and I just want to say I mean I won't be honest I'll say Mike if you if I could freeze at any age if I could stay one age the rest of my life would be 31 I don't know why I just love being 31 well, how old are you? well I'm 40 so I'm a long way from it but it just felt for, like for 31 was that age where everything just kind of fall into place like career wise financially I'm not actually not not love life wise hence why we're off to GAY to find me a man Jerry yeah, yeah. but you know most things had fallen into place by that age and I just felt good about myself right and so yeah if I could from a vanity perspective if I could freeze at one age I would be 31 forever but I'm with you I think I'm a 40 year old man I would never lie by my age I think I've earned every one of them but the one thing I really want to say that we talked about in the office the other day and it's really it's my new mantra I just want to tell everyone out there it's like never forget how hot you are today basically you will you will never be hotter than you are today like you will look at pictures of yourself five years from now and go oh my god why didn't I embrace how hot I was five years ago ten years ago twenty years ago so stop doing that and just accept how hot you are right now and go out there and have the confidence and just yeah, I'm, I'm hotter than in my twenties <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say something actually yeah. Yeah. I, I think life is fair 
though, because although you might look back and say, oh my God, I looked, in certain ways I look better, but in actually, when you get older, you learn what suits you. True. So actually, I can look at myself and go, oh my God, there's certain periods in my time, actually, I th- you know, uh, I think in my 30s, I was a little bit bloated. I was eating the wrong thing and actually put, wearing something that didn't suit me. Now I think, you know, I might look back on myself when I'm 60 and go, Jerry, what were you wearing <laughs> then? Do you know what I mean? At 40, well, you're absolutely right. You just get a different different viewpoint. Yeah. I, yeah I think, does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you know exactly, Joe. you know exactly what suits you. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying, Jerry. You, you're less... <laughs> yeah. So you can just, sort of just don't care. So basically, that's another yeah. amazing thing. Yeah. I apologise, pointing. You get to the point in thirties. I was still, true. I was still, but I sort of lost. In the twenties, you got youthful bravado. So you go, yeah, I don't give it. And then thirties, you get a bit more like, oh, is this okay? I, was, yeah, yeah, I think it's that thing of where, as you get older, you don't know when you're younger how much you're not going to care what other people think. Yeah. and it's so liberating. And, and that's, that, that's what I'd say. That's look, the freedom. Look yeah. forward to that about aging. That's true. Yeah. It's yeah. not so scary. And I like somebody yeah. once said, if only everyone thought about you as much as you think they think about you, they really don't think about you as much as they do. You think they do, and that's so true. <laughs> Is it okay, Jerry and James, to tell a friend that you love? She's stroking my hair. Oh, she's God, stroking you. She loves you. No. Jerry's stroking my hair. Really. <laughs> this is when, just talk amongst yourselves while this moment happens. Oh, I needed that. Yeah. But, well, yeah. yeah. Is it okay to tell a friend you love them? Yeah. And I think it's a... It's a, I, it's, I, it's, I do. I, it is okay. I'm not very good at it, though. No, but I think it's a very yeah. British thing, isn't it? We're not yeah. as British people. Not, you're an honorary Brit, Joe, of Australia. I've got being, my you've been in long, passport, yeah. you lot, all right? But yeah. I just think we're not very good at being demonstrative as British people, are we? Let's be honest. You know, we can barely sort of tell our mums and dads we love them, let alone our best friends. But I, I'm totally down with this idea. It's, you know, my friends, my best friends are literally like, I'd be lost without them. They're like my soulmates. And I'm probably, I'm really corny, but I don't say it enough. But I do love them. I and think I, some of my friends and I tell each other on text. Yeah. That's we we like, don't do it in IRL. We do it in like emails the, and texts. That's the soft Brexit yeah. way. That's the, <laughs> Jerry, that's the, the buffered way. But you're quite it. affectionate, I yeah, think. I bet you you're are. quite demonstrative, you do, aren't you? Right? Yeah. I love you. And I, oh, love I love you, Jerry. <laughs> um, I just, I, I, I don't know. I think, of, of course, I think I agree with both of what you said about we can get sort of caught up in being showing our feelings. But I think, you know, in life, I need constant reminder. We can get caught up in all the stuff, you know, my all the there. But actually, you can just cut through it and just say, you know what? I love you, and that's enough. And especially as Londoners and anybody yeah. who's a big city dweller, our friends are our extended family aren't they a lot of us don't live near our family you need that support network that you've built I'll tell you what I'd I'd say I'm just looking at you both is that when you're the boss or you're in charge nobody says well done do you know what I mean I'm saying well done to you I think I can say no I will cry okay well (laughs) I'm going to say this to you actually and I I wanted to for your own show that you know, you've put together, a, 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 obviously with help, but an amazing magazine oh, for, for, for a, a, over a decade. Again, you've worked really, really hard, okay? Bringing, like, p- things that matter, but then also, you know, life and colour and vibrancy, you know, and so well done you. And nobody says, oh, I love you, well done, Joe, <laughs> because when you're the boss, no one does it. No, that's true. It's true. Mm. It's true. They're all, they're both thinking, oh, gosh, she's <laughs> all right. 
I'm just thinking we, we need to bring in Jerry Horner today to work day every God. day. Jerry needs to come in and give us a pep talk every day. We love you, Jerry. But I think um, friendship and love, it's almost a bit like, you know, like coals in a fire grate. Mm. You sort of, you sort of, they hang out together and you keep each other warm. If one's drops out, it's by itself, it goes cool. Mm. On the days that you get a bit, oh, oh my God, you need each other. absolutely beautiful. <laughs> You're really, really... You should write songs. <laughs> yeah, she's got away yeah. with words, this yeah. girl, hasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're literally having such a loving right now. I mean, but poor cat over in the. Cat's going to need. Yeah, a come on, we need to hug cat as well. Just having a little emotional. But there's tears <laughs> everywhere. Oh, so, but, but I do think, on a very serious yeah. note, I think there's a lot of horrible stuff going on in the world yes, right now. And I think, as human beings, and I do think, as British human beings, we can worry too much about stiff upper lip and not showing our feelings. And to be honest, if the recent events have done anything for me. It's made me just literally go, what are you worried about? Literally, Prince don't, Harry said it's all right to feel. Yeah, stop worrying yeah. about things and just own your feelings and there's yeah. no shame in it. And nobody ever tells you off for being honest and vulnerable. And I think, you know, showing your vulnerability and showing your emotions, there's nothing, there's no shame yeah, in it. Yeah, exactly. I think we all liberate each other with our yeah. honesty. And I, yeah. think, and I do think there's been a shift, I think, actually, again, on a serious note, with what... Prince Harry and William have done with the whole Heads Together charity. I think having people like that talking about very serious things like mental health, and I do feel that we are generally loosening up as, totally a, as a nation. I really do. Yeah, you're intuitively picking it up within your magazine the evolution of who we are as people. Yeah. Actually, we, um, you know all the selfie stuff, and it's all fine fun, but also there's that sort of, I think there's another kind of hunger that's ca- coming because of all of that, the, the, the tide is swinging, that you want, you know, what the darkness is happening, there needs to be more of love and all that spirit And, you connecting. know, I don't think you can overstate that it, those little moments of being nice to each other yeah. can make a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, I probably, you know... Sounding like a phone no, John Lennon now, but it's no, true. No, it's no, true. It's yeah. like lighting a little candle yeah. in the darkness. That's all it is, is going, oh, okay, it's enough. Just, and I think we, you know, we also have to try to put what we can out there that's positive. Yeah, yeah it's totally. Enough. Well, I think we've done that today. Yeah. yeah. And you, Childline Ambassador. Yeah. Oh, my Go God. Forth. Congratulations yes. on Angels and Chains. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, go and buy it, everybody. It's for an amazing cause. It is. And I feel light and full of love. I'm ready to take on the world yeah. now, Jerry. Thank you. It's far more powerful than than all the hate and the darkness in the world. Being kind, yes. you know, and, and loving. That's overseas. And it. we really miss people like George, who really understood that and put that out there. So yeah. we thank you for bringing him back into our. Oh, great tribute. Yeah. Oh, great thank man. you so much. Yeah. Good luck with everything, Jerry. Thanks for having us, Jerry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's been lovely sharing this little space with you. Let's hug it out. Yay! <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.